Welcome to Inspired Changemakers, a podcast about all the amazing things people are doing to make the world a better place. This podcast is about creating change and the moments that inspired our guests to activate. My name is Julia Healy, and I'm the CEO of United Charitable. Stay tuned to be inspired. All right. Welcome, Valerie, to the Inspired Changemaker podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks. And I'm going to do your bio for you. So Valerie Pissiera is a 35-year military wife who landed in Loudoun, Virginia, and has been the executive director of Loudoun Cares since October 2017. She's led the organization through the COVID-19 pandemic to eventually earn the Nonprofit of the Year and Small Business of the Year awards by the Loudoun Chamber of Commerce in 2021. Loudoun Cares is one of two nonprofits that have ever received that honor. Wow. In 2022, you weren't done yet. In 2022, (laughs) she was awarded the Nonprofit Executive Leader of the Year by the same organization. At her core, Valerie believes that every individual should be a contributing force in their community through both volunteerism and philanthropy. Yes. That's pretty impressive. It's, you know, it's where it is. It's where it's at. Yeah. So tell me what kind of really drew you to Loud and Cares. Really, it was by accident. I'll be honest. Like, I just had just moved here. I'm a, you know, was overseas for 16 years, military wife. We got stationed here. I didn't know anybody. I spent a year trying to find a job and couldn't really find what I wanted. And all my friends know how much I love volunteering and giving back to the community. They're like, go volunteer. You'll meet people. You'll learn about the community. I'm like, I know all that stuff, but I just want to be depressed. So... I went ahead, I Googled, you know, volunteering near me, and the Loudon Cares website came up, and there happened to be a part-time job available for, to run the Claudmore Community Builders program that we used to have. It was a youth program, and I was like, right up my alley, so I applied for it, and then, you know, one thing led to another, and here we are. (laughs) And so tell me about what Loudon Cares does. So really, to sum it up, our commodity is information and connections. We, our goal is to connect people in the community with resources. Now, whether that's you're a volunteer and you want to connect with nonprofits, you can go to our online website. It's kind of like the match.com of volunteering, I like <laughs> to call it. Um, and you can connect with over 260 nonprofits there. So you can find anything you have a passion for, whether it's um, animals or children or the uh, environment or anything like that so they can go there and then the other side of our house we have what we call the connect line which is an on uh, phone resource for families that are looking for for health and human services in Loudoun so whether they're looking for jobs or food or clothing or diapers or medical or they need help with their rent and their utilities or just help navigating, like, where do I go? Because we don't, you know, being a military wife, we moved a lot. And whenever we got to a new city, it was always like, okay, now where do I go? (laughs) You know, where do I, how do I hook up my utilities? How do I do this? For the families we help, it's finding those resources to address the needs that they have, whatever that might be. And what do you really think has been the biggest impact you've been able to make since 2017? I mean, the biggest impact is not closing our doors, is taking our organization. When, when I became executive director, it was 
again by chance. Apparently, that's my life. By chance, <laughs> it was. I, I never had any intention. I tell everybody this of being in charge. That was never my intention. Right. And we were at a part in our history where we were really struggling with um, funding that wasn't keeping up with what we were trying to accomplish. Right. And we had to we had to sit down and we had that conversation. Do we just close our doors? Are we not relevant? Is what we do not worth investing in? And I kept saying, that's ridiculous. Of course it is. Like, we need to keep going. We need to keep doing what we're doing. We just have to do it better. And we just have to make more people aware of what we do. Because a lot of people, we were under-marketed, under-promoted. People didn't know what we did. They didn't understand what does an, an umbrella organization do. And... So we just put our nose to the grindstone and we just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it. And then COVID hit. And finally it was, ah, that's what Loudon Cares does. <laughs> so we were able to connect people. We were able to help distribute funding to families for utilities and for rent through a community effort. So everything we do is collaboration. We work with other nonprofits. We find ways to pick up where their programs drop off. Um, we find ways to pick up where the government programs drop off, where they, cause the people that come to us, they either have exhausted all their resources or they're being helped partially, or they don't qualify for programs. So we're that last safety net for a lot of these families. And it was it, being able to express that and being able to show people like, this is what we do is what ha- really saved us. And for me, that that is what I wanted. That was my goal. Right. I was like, I took on the challenge, and it was kind of like, will you stay? And I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, what do I have to lose at this point? And my goal was, you know what, I'm gonna, we're going to make this happen. And that's what we did. And so, yeah, I would say that just getting us to a point now where we are, you know, where we, we're not exactly where I think we should be because I think we should be a household name. Everyone should know if you need help or want to help, you should go to Loudon Cares. That's my plug, my new commercial. But, you know, we've come so far and we're not we're not closing our doors. And that to me is I can check that off my box and that makes me happy. And what do you think the hardest thing is about philanthropy just in general? That's an interesting question. I think it, it ranges, right? You have someone who is like, what is my $25 going to do? I, that's a drop in the bucket. For an organization who has a budget of, like our example, our budget is small, it's 300000 But as a donor, if I say, well, what is $25 going to do? It's not about the individual donation. Sometimes it is. But I think it's more about realizing that Literally, when, when a nonprofit says every penny counts, believe them, every penny counts. And it is about finding what you're passionate about, finding what you believe in as a donor, and being okay with that $25. Because if that's all you can afford, that that's huge. Like, making that decision to go like, huh, should I, you know, go out to dinner or can I afford to give that $25 every month to this organization that I love? Right. So I think that's the hardest part is making that first commitment. Because once you do, 
I, it's easy to make the second one. You know? I mean, as I, not that I should share, but I am a donor of Loudon Cares because yes, I are. do believe very much in your cause. Um, what I like about it more is the direct help that people, if you are struggling and you just lost your job and you need to figure out how to get your electricity bill paid, you can call Loudon Cares and they will help you. They will not make you feel bad, guilty, any of that stuff around because the whole premise, right, of the world that we live in, and we've talked about this before, is that community should help community. Right. We all should help each other. Right. And that's why I think that United Charitable and, you know, where I'm the CEO, is really just kind of does what you do, kind of not the direct support and the direct help, but we help people think about their philanthropy right. strategically. Right. And so I love Loud and Cares. I love exactly what you guys do. I think it's such an amazing organization that, you know, you would even figure out how to help if you had a senior pet and you didn't know what to do anymore. Like, really, there are so many different avenues of ways that you can help, um, and it's one person at a time. It is. And we have, and in, in, I'll give you an example of bringing community together. We recently had a, um, a call from a gentleman who has become a recent paraplegic. Um, his father was kind of helping him, getting him, you know, disability and all of these kinds of things and kind of doing all the paperwork part of it. His father passed. So now he's here. He's waiting for his disability. His, he was approved in December. He has not seen any of his disability. And he came to us with about $8,000 in back rent. Now, $8,000 normally, I'm like, yeah, I, that's a lot for us right now. We don't really have a rent fund. But one of the beautiful things about what Loudon Cares does, again, is community and collaboration, is that we have a faith network. And so I can reach into that network and I can tell the story for that client. And I can ask them, can you help? Right? And they rallied. And they rallied around this, this gentleman and we were able to cover all of his rent and also connect him with organizations that can help him figure out why he's not getting his disability, like what went wrong, you know, make sure he's already getting food from some of our other nonprofits. Like it's about, again, not one organization doing everything, but making sure that they're connected with the organizations for the things that they need. And so we're very hopeful that his brother is helping him, that between the disability and his brother, he's going to be able to still be independent and, and still be in his home. And so that to me was, I, I didn't think I could do it. I was like, all right, I'll take this challenge on. And they, they came, they stepped up and they're like, yes, we, we, we want to help. I'd like to thank United Charitable for sponsoring today's Inspire Changemakers podcast. United Charitable is a national nonprofit that focuses on guiding you on your charitable journey. Whether you like to simply streamline your giving or you like to create your own charitable initiative, United Charitable has the knowledge and resources to support you. If you'd like to learn more, check out the link in our bio. So when you started off the podcast and I said, why Loudon cares? And you said, by accident. You really think it was by accident? You think you were really meant to do the work that you're doing? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I would. Most of the things happen in my life by accident, but they turn around to be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I love what I do. I love it because I'm one of those people who I'm so, I, I don't know what they, the youngins call it, where you're miss, <laughs> you're, you're afraid of missing out. Yeah. You know, FOMO. FOMO. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. 
And uh, I'm so afraid of missing out. So I don't want to put all my efforts in just puppies or just small children. Like I like puppies, small children. I like the environment. I'll go dig a ditch. I'll do whatever because I just want to be involved. I just want to volunteer. I've always been a volunteer my whole life. And I just want to get out there and, and help people. I mean, if someone says I need help, I'm the first one to be like, how can I help? That's just in my nature. So it was a, a lovely, a lovely chance meeting with Loud and Cares. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about another lovely chance meeting. Yes. Is when we got to meet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so we are both part of the Loud and Chamber. Yes. And we were the wonderful Loud and Chamber. Wonderful Loud and Fabulous. Chamber. And we were um, both in the same lead share group. Yes, the Potomac Promoters. If I don't tell everybody that, I'll get in trouble by Carol Kearney, who runs it. And I joined like three different chambers and I was moving United Charitable, the company from like Fairfax Tyson Corner to, and I was going to either move it to Reston, Loudoun or Chantilly were like the three areas that we were looking in. And I walked into a leisure group (laughs) and I said, I'm going to be doing this and I need somebody to give me a list of all the people I would need to talk to within like a week. And then that's where I'll move. And out of all the lead share groups, it was Carol and your group that welcomed me with such open arms and gave me a lit. I had like a realtor, a mover. I mean, within like two weeks, like it was like done. I was like, oh, wait, this is this is how lead share and Loudon works. Like that was yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, but what I really like about the community that we're in and specifically Loudon is there are a ton of nonprofits that are doing such great work and it's such a great community of people. Amazing. We, I mean, even just last night, I'll tell you, as, as recent as last night, we had a nonprofit that was in the community that shut down and it served, um, you know, hundreds of families and children. And it was their community. It was where they went for everything that they needed. And so now you have this population who that has been pulled away from them and as well as the staff, right, who had been um, laid off. So I'm also the chair of Loudoun Human Services Network. And so we rallied um, LHSN, it's called LHSN, and it is health and human service nonprofits that come together and we talk about, you know, advocacy for the nonprofits and different issues and community issues and, and, and we come together to solve issue, you know, problems. So this was a call out. We ended up, I don't want to say throwing together, but bringing together um, I don't even know how many nonprofits were there last night. There had to be at least 20, 25 nonprofits that came together to do a resource fair for all of these families to show them, you know, look, we have these, all of these nonprofits that want to help you. Here's all our services. Loudon Hunger Relief was there. We had it at Women Giving Back. Nicole Morris generously said, yes, we'll do it here got all of her volunteers and her staff to, we got, had tables, they had, they secured um, food, we had like the Kono ice thing that I don't, you know, shaved ice that for the kids, and, and we had, they provided interpreters for those that didn't have interpreters, and we set up all of these tables with all of these services, and all I could do was just look around and be like, what, this is so cool, like, loud nonprofits, like, they know how to show up, and they know how to work together. And that, to me, is at the heart of what I believe in and what Loudon Cares believes in. So then tell me why do you think community taking care of community is so important? You can't it, – it's a balance, right? Everything has to be in balance. It doesn't mean, you know, 
everyone's going to have the same stuff, right? Or be at the same place in their lives. It's not about that, but it's about, you know, if you think about a time in your life, everyone has that one time where you were kind of like, I don't know where to turn. I don't know who's going to help me, you know, but then you came out of it. And then all, if you, you need to dig into that time and be like, now I want to help somebody else. So it's having the nonprofits, it's having our government, it's having our corporations and our businesses that all come together to say, let's make this a great place for everybody. It, it shouldn't be the haves and have nots and like ignoring that there's people struggling because everybody struggles. How can we come together to support them, to lift them, not do it for them, not give them a handout, but to lift them. And, and, you know, not everyone has had the same opportunities that everyone else has had and the same mentorship and the same support. There's families that don't have any of that. They didn't have someone to look up to. They didn't have support. And now they're trying to figure it out. Some people figure it out on their own. Others, they need help. So that's why I think it is important. I think you have to, it just makes you good, feel good about where you're living, right? And like who you're, you know, the people around you. And who inspired you? What was growing up? What was your role model for philanthropy? How did you kind of really get this <laughs> service mentality? So I, I saw that question. And I was like, when was my first thing? Of <laughs> when was that? It probably was my mother um, who was uh, the ice cream lady at school. And which I thought, wow, this is so great that she's giving her time. And she was a Girl Scout leader and all these things. Come to find out, it really was just to keep an eye on my brother, but, you know, not me because I was perfect. But she loved it. She volunteered for so many things. And so that was always part of, can I help you, mom? You know, what are you doing? You know, and she always was like the class mom and did all these kinds of things. And so my sort of volunteering started with my kids, right, overseas. I did a lot of stuff in the PTA right. and the, and the um, student council and booster club and all of that kind of stuff. And so it was, I think, that early on knowing, you know, she didn't do everything, but she did what she could do. Right. And that's important, right? You don't have to do everything. Just like you don't have to, you know, that $25, that two hours of volunteering once a month, if that's all you, if that's what you can contribute, that's what you can contribute, but at least you're contributing. And I always ask this question, but how do you think change happens? Like an iceberg, <laughs> really slowly, right? It can change really slowly um, or something major can happen and change can be forced on us. Let's think about COVID. Yeah. How that forced us to completely run our businesses in a in just a completely different way some were able to adapt very quickly yeah some were kicking and screaming and some just couldn't adapt right but I think if you're always looking forward and you're you have to you have to hold on to what works but that doesn't mean you can't adjust it right? You can't make it better. You can't, it's not, I don't like change for change sake. That makes me crazy. I'm like, if that ain't broken, why are we fixing it? Like don't change for change sakes, but if it makes sense, don't be afraid to change 
my board might argue with you because I'm pretty much, you know, sometimes I'm like, really? Do we really got to change that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And really, in looking over the next five years, what do you think is the biggest challenge for Loud and Cares? And what do you really need help with fundraising or, or what would you really want people to help you with? The biggest challenge for Loud and Cares is going to be like any other nonprofit, sustainable funding. That is at the core of every nonprofit, especially a small nonprofit. Who it, it has to be sustainable, meaning, yeah, you define know, that. It, if you know, like, you, we can't rely, we have to stay diverse, right? We can't rely just on grants. Those can be gone any minute. Our strongest way to get sustainable funding is through our individual donors. Corporations, same thing. They can give a lot of money, and then the next year they could have a bad year, Right. So it's being able to have a steady stream, whether that is give every month. You know, that $25 that you give every month, you think, what is that? That adds up. But if I have 100 people that give $25 every month, that's $2,500 if I'm doing my math correctly in public. And times that by 12, which I will not do in public. 30 grand, yeah. Thank you. But that's huge. Mm -hmm. That is huge, especially for a small organization. So think of 100 people that give $25. What about 100 people that give $100? Yeah. What about 20 people that give $1,000? Like, it sounds like a lot, but we are in one of the wealthiest counties in the nation. And we spend a lot of money. It's expensive to live here. Believe me, I know. Um, But it's finding the nonprofit that makes your heart sing. But I also think that when you're fundraising and when for nonprofits, people give to causes, but people also give to people, right? They yes. connect with you. Yes. Um, why are you the best leader for Aladdin Cares? <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, I think because I understand the importance of what we do. And I try very hard to explain that to people in a simple way that makes sense i i do not like mission statements that are so convoluted that i don't even know what that means when i first started we had a mission statement like that i was like i don't know how to explain this to people it doesn't make sense to me right so connecting those who serve with those in need for me maybe i'm a simplin but that was easy enough for me to remember and it it it's finding the simplicity Right. And, and also, I think it's also about connecting with them like on an individual basis and understanding what motivates them. Like, what is it about what we do that they can relate to? Right. And not everybody, everyone relates to everything in a different way, you know. And I think the other reason would be because I just don't really give up. So, like, she does not. I can testify to that. <laughs> you know, I just keep going and going and going, even though it's been a rough five years, like a rough five years and stuff was thrown in my face. And I was like, well, nope. and I think it's so interesting because, you know, in philanthropy, people get very, especially, you know, nonprofit leaders, they can get, you know, they're asking a lot for people's help and you can get rejected a lot. It's having that belief and getting up every single time that somebody says no to you, getting up again and going, no, I know I'm worthy. Like I know my cause is worthy. The people I support are worthy yes. and keep asking. What yes. gives you that motivation? Is it burn boot camp now? Yeah. <laughs> it's getting up at five every morning to go to burn boot camp <laughs> yeah. with all of my buds out there. Um, 
I, I don't know. Like, I think it's just because it makes me happy to help people, you know? So I found that it, it really, I get so much joy out of talking to somebody. And when I connect with them and I see in their face that they're like, I get it. Yeah. That is so important. For so long, people were like, well, why, you know, I don't understand what Loud and Cares does and I don't get it. And like, for me to be able to talk to people and them go, wow, you're right. That is so essential because sometimes it's like, we don't hand out food. Right. But I know where you can get food. And sometimes it's people didn't understand why that's so important until COVID, to be honest. When we were helping people who had never had to use human services before. They had never had to try to pay their utility bill. We had we had a gentleman who had a horrific experience during COVID. I won't go into a ton of details, but basically he had a, prof- had a professional job and um, through, through a series of events, we, he came to us about a year into COVID, yeah. about 4,000 in debt and utility. And we said, yes, we can help you. And he was just like, you're the only one that's ever helped me. You know, and I think, and I look at, I take that into my personal experiences working with donors is I have kind of the, they know they want to give. They just haven't, they haven't felt it yet. They haven't felt where to give yet. And so we help them in the donor advised fund world, create the strategic, you know, philanthropy plan. Um, And what's really great about that is then when one of our donors like COVID happens and there's an organization like yours, they have the charitable savings account already, money already put aside to just make the distributions. Right. Right? Like the Canadian fires distributions went out, right? Right. Like there's so many things that if people really took the time to just think about their philanthropy, you don't have to have all the answers. Right. But start thinking about it. Start thinking about not going to Starbucks twice and giving that $25, right, to Loud and Cares. Yeah. I mean, I love, and that's what I love about you guys is that you, you are helping them and you're helping them think about that in advance because most, you know, you know, you get financial planners and they, you know, tell you, think about your retirement, think about your future, right? This is something that you can weave into your financial plan and know, and it's not, and then some people are, well, then it doesn't come from the heart. Are you kidding? It comes from more of the heart because you're actually planning for it. <laughs> like You're actually saying, I will do this, yeah. and I am plan on doing this, and this is how I'm going to set it up. And to be able to, you know, for us, for, for COVID, and even for now, like we're, we still get so many requests for rent right now. It's insane. And to be able to, to have organizations, have people that can go, I can help right now. Yeah. Like it, it changes lives because they're on the brink of eviction. So it changes their lives. And if our listeners wanted to find out more about Loud and Cares, where would they go? They can go to our website at www.loudandcares.org. Awesome. (laughs) Well, Valerie, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Really, we are trying to inspire people to just start to think about their philanthropy realizing that we all have the power to be a change maker and we are very thankful that you're here and that you are in your role because you do an amazing job well thank you you always make me feel really good about my life when I talk to you (laughs) thank you so much this has been great I'm so excited for this whole podcast series and I I can't wait to listen to everybody that you have on because I know um, it will be inspiring for everyone that listens to it 
Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Find Inspired Changemakers on Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn and comment on all the awesome things you are doing to make this world a better place. Don't forget to subscribe.